morning, it's February 12th, and this is your Daily Brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. At a recent campaign rally in South Carolina, former President Donald Trump made headlines with his suggestion that Russia should be allowed to attack NATO members who fail to meet defense spending targets. This controversial stance has sparked a wave of criticism from key figures and institutions. Among the critics, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, alongside the White House and Senators Joe Manchin and John Fetterman, have voiced their disapproval, emphasizing NATO's unwavering commitment to mutual defense and solidarity among member states. This incident has raised serious concerns about the future stability of NATO and the potential repercussions for international security. Should Trump secure a second term in office? President Joe Biden has also weighed in, describing Trump's comments as distressing and dangerous. Biden's remarks underscore the anxiety that Trump's approach to NATO, characterized by a focus on defense spending by allies, could significantly undermine the alliance's foundational principle of collective defense. The broader implications of Trump's stance are worrisome, suggesting a possible increase in international volatility and a potential retreat of the U.S. from its global commitments. In response to these concerns, Congress has acted to safeguard the alliance's future, passing legislation that prohibits any president from withdrawing from NATO without Senate approval. However, the fear remains that Trump could effectively neutralize the alliance without formally exiting it, introducing unprecedented levels of uncertainty and risk into international relations. A shocking incident unfolded at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston, where a woman armed with a long rifle opened fire, resulting in her own death. The attack left a 5-year-old child and a 57-year-old man in critical condition, while an off-duty law enforcement officer also sustained injuries. In a distressing turn, the assailant claimed to have a bomb, though no explosives were ultimately discovered at the scene. Joel Osteen, the church's pastor, remarked on the incident's timing, noting its occurrence outside of regular service hours possibly prevented a greater tragedy. In response to the violence, Texas Governor Greg Abbott extended condolences to the victims and assured swift justice for the perpetrator. The surrounding community, deeply rooted in the church's history since the 1950s, has come together in a show of prayer and support. As the investigation continues, authorities have announced plans for a news conference to shed more light on the circumstances surrounding this tragic event. The police chief called for unity in the aftermath emphasizing the importance of coming together in the face of such adversity. First Lady Jill Biden and a cadre of Democratic allies have rallied in defense of President Joe Biden amidst a special investigator's report that casts doubts on his fitness for office due to age-related concerns. The report paints the president as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, suggesting diminished faculties in advancing age, yet stopped short of recommending any charges. This has sparked a robust defense from high-profile Democrats, including Mitch Landrieu, Alejandro Mayorkas, Ro Khanna, and Jen Psaki, all of whom have vehemently disputed the idea of invoking the 25th Amendment. They assert that President Biden remains completely mentally sharp, countering the narrative proposed by the report. Meanwhile, Republicans, particularly those in the camp of former President Donald Trump, have seized upon the report to highlight Biden's age, using it as ammunition in their political rhetoric. This occurs despite Trump's own age of 77 and his history of public gaffes. The discourse around President Biden's age and fitness for office, 
comes at a time when his approval rating hovers at a historic low of 41%, fueling intense speculation and debate over his potential re-election bid. Questions about whether it's time for Biden to step aside for a new generation of Democratic leadership are growing, with concerns about his physical and cognitive abilities becoming a focal point of political discussion. This situation not only weakens Biden's position, but also, paradoxically, strengthens Trump's, instilling a sense of urgency and fear within the Democratic Party about the future. In a heart-wrenching incident out of Kansas City, Missouri, 26-year-old Mariah Thomas has been arrested and charged with a felony following the tragic death of her one-month-old daughter. The baby girl was found with severe burn wounds, discovered in a car seat alongside a burned baby blanket, painting a grim scene for authorities. The investigation has led to allegations that Thomas placed her daughter in an oven instead of a crib, resulting in the fatal injuries that claimed the young life. Facing a Class A felony charge, Thomas could see a sentence ranging from a minimum of 10 years to a possible life imprisonment if found guilty. Amidst this tragedy, a friend of Thomas has come forward, revealing that she has a history of mental illness. It was noted that Thomas had stopped taking her medication during her pregnancy. Despite these challenges, the friend emphasized that Thomas loved her baby deeply and never intended any harm. As the investigation unfolds, the Jackson County prosecutor has expressed confidence in the criminal justice system's ability to handle this delicate and devastating case with the appropriate response. The community and all involved now wait for justice to take its course. The U.S. Senate has taken a pivotal step by advancing a significant $95.3 billion aid package. This package earmarks a substantial $60 billion specifically for Ukraine, aimed at bolstering its defense capabilities amidst the ongoing Russian invasion. Additionally, the package allocates $14 billion to Israel, enhancing its defenses against Hamas, and includes provisions for Taiwan. This financial aid is considered crucial for replenishing Ukraine's military supplies as the nation continues to grapple with the conflict, now entering its third year. Despite the Senate's approval, the journey for this aid package is far from over. It now faces potential hurdles in the House of Representatives, where Trump-aligned Republicans may pose strong opposition. The divisions among GOP lawmakers add a layer of uncertainty regarding the aid's final passage. Proponents of the aid argue that it is vital for countering Russian aggression, led by President Vladimir Putin, and is essential for maintaining America's standing on the global stage. The aid package represents not just a financial commitment, but a strategic stance by the United States in several global conflicts. As the aid package moves to the House, its future remains uncertain, highlighting the complexities of navigating international aid through domestic political landscapes. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.